Last week, after I uploaded episode 43 on how to get your youth to listen to you, I went on Facebook and I asked a question in one of the youth ministry Facebook groups that I'm a part of, where I said, what is the biggest problem you're facing in youth ministry today? And the overwhelming majority of the answers were things like, youth are not committed, or youth would rather go to sports than come to my ministry, or parents, which is kind of ambiguous, but in general, the consensus seems to be that the youth are not showing up when I want them to show up. They're going to other events and activities like sports over coming to youth group, and their parents are not making them come. And so by the end of this episode, I want to give you a new perspective that I hope will help you to help you to see new ways that you can get your youth to commit to being at your youth group, as well as change your mindset a little bit so that you are not as stressed out about this, and open your eyes to see new opportunities for you to share the gospel, maybe outside of your youth ministry. My name is Michael Collins. This is Maximize Youth Ministry. This show exists to help you gain skill and confidence in youth ministry. Thank you for listening, and I hope you love the show today. So a lot of the episodes I try to make applicable to youth pastors, children's pastors, teachers, and camp directors. This one's probably be mostly for youth pastors and children's pastors, but maybe teachers and camp directors will pull something out of this as well if you're having the same problem. But most of the people that I was getting this complaint from on Facebook seemed to be youth pastors or children's pastors. And I get it. You know, anybody who works in youth ministry understands that it is incredibly important for kids and teenagers to be plugged into a Christian community, that they're showing up and in church every week. And it's frustrating when they don't seem to care, they're apathetic, or they just don't see the value in being a part of your youth ministry. They will come if they are bird and have nothing else to do, but that's about it. If they've got anything else they would rather do, they're not going to ready to make any kind of sacrifice to show up at your youth ministry. And I understand that that's frustrating, but I want to stop for a second and just do some comparison here and really try to think about it from the perspective of the child or teenager that you're having so much trouble getting to commit to your ministry. Let's say it's sports because that's the most common theme. You've got Johnny, who would rather be at baseball practice than at youth group. Even though he has baseball practice every night of the week, he is unwilling to miss one practice to come to youth group. Why is that? Well, if Johnny misses your Wednesday night youth group, what happens? What is he missing out on? Are there any consequences for him missing? And I'm not suggesting that you start enforcing consequences if people don't show up. That's a horrible idea. But there are consequences for Johnny if he misses baseball practice, and maybe not direct ones, but I played sports growing up. You maybe did as well. You can probably remember if you were the guy who wasn't showing up to practice on a regular basis, the coach tended to have issues with that, and that could affect how much playing time you got. And your teammates there, they're going to be learning new drills and plays without you that are going to be important for you to know in the upcoming game. And 
We're talking about a highly competitive environment where if you fall behind, you're going to get left behind. And a lot of these kids that are really involved in sports, they have hopes of a scholarship to college or even professional level sports one day. But if they're ever going to make it, to if those dreams are ever going to become a reality, they're going to have to show up and practice every single day for the next 20 years. And they know that if they miss or if they start slacking during practice, they're going to fall behind because that is what their coaches and their teammates and all of these professional sports players are telling them over and over and over again. And on the other side, instead of looking at what are the consequences of missing practice or missing youth group, let's look at what are the benefits of going? What are you offering these kids when they come to your ministry? And what is their sports team or their club or whatever it is, whatever other event, what is they offering that they are preferring over whatever it is you're offering? Well, sports, like I said, they're offering them a sense of competition where they can compete with some of their closest friends and other schools and see how they measure up against them, which is something that teenagers, especially guys, I know are looking for. They want to know where they stand. They want to know how they measure up. They want to know if they have what it takes. And this is a chance for them to figure that out. It's also offering them a chance to have fun and play with their closest friends, most likely. And like we said, a hope for future scholarships or even a possible career path down the line if they are committed enough. Now, I know what you're thinking. Youth ministry offers them so much more. We're offering them the gospel and a Christian community that is essential for a healthy, well-rounded life. And I agree. But do your youth understand that? And you might think, yeah, I've told them a hundred times, but that's not, that doesn't mean that they get it. You've probably come to realize by now that just because you tell a child or a teenager something does not mean that they are listening and understand what you're trying to tell them. On episode 16 of this podcast, I talked about complacency and apathy in your youth and how to fight it and get them excited and passionate for God. I'm not going to go through that entire episode right now, so I, but I really recommend you go back and listen to that one if this is, sounds like what you're struggling with. But it's not enough to just tell your youth how valuable time at church or time in your ministry is. They have to experience it. They have to see it. They're not going to get it just from you telling them. I don't even think it's possible for a human being to just decide to genuinely value something because somebody else told them to. It has to be something that they see the value in for themselves, and your youth aren't going to do that unless they can experience it and understand it firsthand. So this is kind of the mindset switch that I want you to have. Instead of thinking about or instead of just becoming frustrated that youth are not showing up or that they don't value your ministry as much as you think they should, think about ways that you can show them how valuable it is. Do some investigating, get to the bottom of why they're not coming to your ministry, look into the events that they're choosing over your ministry, have an honest discussion with them and with yourself about why are your youth choosing sports or any other event over coming to your ministry? And then what can you do about that? How can you make your ministry more appealing and more valuable to these youth? 
Because I'll tell you one thing, being frustrated and angry with them for not showing up is not going to make them want to show up more. And I haven't talked about the parents yet, so let's talk about the parents, because some of you are probably thinking, well, yeah, I know the kids aren't going to really get the importance, but the parents should know, and they should be making their youth come because they know that it's important. But it's really hard to force your child to go somewhere that they just don't want to go or force them to miss out on something that is also beneficial for them, like sports or beta club, especially when they're a little older, when they get to be teenagers. I mean, the parents don't want to be forcing their kids to do things when they're teenagers any more than they have to, because teenagers tend to resent that. And you also, as a parent, you're trying to help them grow up and make their own life decisions. And if you are still making all the decisions for them, that's not good. So don't give parents too hard of a time for not forcing their kids to go to your ministry. It's going to be a lot easier for parents to encourage their kids to go to your ministry if you make your ministry, your programming so enticing, so appealing to them that they have a hard time choosing between your ministry or baseball practice. And listen, I know it's stressful and frustrating when youth aren't showing up, they're not committed. And here's the mindset that I want you to switch to that will help you deal with that stress. You ready? Your programming, your events, your building, your lesson is not your ministry. And I guess what I really mean is it is not the primary goal of your ministry. Your ministry, what you're trying to do is teach kids about Christ, help them understand the gospel, and come into a relationship with him. And you can do that at a baseball game. You can do that at a school. You can do that in a parking lot. You can do that at McDonald's. It doesn't matter where you are. You can always teach kids about Christ and show them his love regardless of where you are. If the kids aren't coming to your youth ministry, if they're not coming to your church, if they're not coming to your event, then go to them, go to the games, go to the chess club, go to whatever it is that they're choosing over your ministry and meet them where they're at because you can minister to them just as effectively there as you can in your ministry. And it's going to go a long way. You're going to be showing them that you actually care about them as a person and not just as another number statistic in your ministry. So you can report that, hey, We've been growing. We've got more kids this year, right? More than any other form of ministry, youth ministry is about relationships because you don't have to have the right words. You don't have to have the right events. You don't have to have the right skits. You don't have to have the right amount of candy. You just need to show up and be genuine and build a real relationship with these youth. And when they can see that you're there and you care about them and you're genuine in faith, hope, and love, they'll respond. And it, it might not be immediately, it might take a long time, you might not even get to see it, but your relationship with the kids is your most effective ministry tool. It's not your programming, it's not your building, it's not your events, it's the relationship that you have with the kids. And you can build that relationship anywhere. So if they're not coming to you, you go to them. But just remember to love the kids all the time, no matter what. I'll see you in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed that episode. At the time of recording this, we have 
five reviews on Apple Podcasts and four on Spotify. I would love it if you could go and increase that number by one. It'd mean a lot to me and let me know that you are out there, you're listening and you're enjoying the show. Thank you so much for listening.